0: In this episode is a conversation about the Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper video, racism and how it's been playing out in the U.S. right now, the way my body expressed reactions and perceptions towards Black people, and an experiential for you to open your own body-based exploration around people who are different from you. The Embody podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature— integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today's episode is a deepening into the conversation around race wounds and hidden race wounds, racism, and how to work with this in the body. I talked a little bit about this already, including my personal experiences with some race wounds, both on the side of being the person holding a belief about someone that ended up hurting them and from the other side of feeling wounded or hurt. And that conversation was this opener and invitation to to look and to be with exactly what you feel and to go into the deeper layers of what you experience and what you put upon others because of your own fears or because of looking good and Uh, doing what people call performative allyship, being an ally to people like Black people, perhaps, and just doing it for a pat on the back and ignoring the deeper stuff that lives in your body that plays itself out. So that conversation started in that episode. You can find it at CandiceWoo.com slash racewounds. It's your body that holds reactions and unconscious sentiments towards others that contribute to racism. And no matter who you are, if you're black, brown, white, yellow, every color or tone, skin tone in between, going deeper into the dynamics of what's going on systemically means looking at your own body's reactions. And along with any other actions that your heart feels called to take. If that's protesting, if that's speaking up, if that's donating money to uh, organizations that are supporting Black people or those that you feel you want to support, I suggest holding space for what's held in your own body and digesting it. If you don't involve your own body in healing racism or in your anti-racism efforts, it has a risk your support of Black Lives Matter or any other race movement, it has a risk of being only performative and not going deep enough or perpetuating the same underlying dynamics that you intend to shift, that you intend to be different. But because it's held in the unconscious of the body, it stays the same. There is an effect when we hold stuff that's living in our bodies When you heal your body's experience and the unconscious lived experience, the world around literally changes. So I encourage you to build your own ability to respond to your own reactions and to respond in the world instead of react. This is your response ability. And this is inner freedom. Inner freedom supports freedom for all. I promised I'd talk a little bit about... Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper. And I think that's a great opening for this experiential that I want to offer today. So if you haven't seen the video with Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper, um, it might be interesting to look at that. What I witnessed was a white woman, Amy, calling the police on a black man who asked her to put a leash on her dog in New York City. In the park, and he was calm. And um, anyway, I'm not going to describe all of it, you can watch it. It's a short clip. But what I want to highlight today first is how extremely calm the black man was, Christian. Um, I'm amazed, even I don't know if I would be able to handle it like that. And then, secondly, how Amy, and I kind of want to say just the white woman, because this can apply to anybody, and it's really not about her personally. It can apply to me. Her reaction, I see, is because of trauma that maybe she doesn't know about. Her body flared up so much, and I can't assume what she felt, but I can see that her body was escalating and activated and her nervous system seemed to go haywire. She was yelling with in, in a sort of uncontrolled way. And she weaponized calling the police against this man who where it was totally not called for in that situation. And that's similar to what's happening with police officers they're scared and they have a knee-jerk reaction or there's something else going on in this dynamic of their own lives and it's being taken out on a certain group of people, Black people in particular, but people of other races experience this too. So I don't want to exclude, but I do want to be sensitive because right now, is a strong time for listening and holding space for Black folks' experience. The space that hasn't been had and truly been acknowledging enough. And we would know that because it wouldn't exist if... The society could hold enough space to honor, respect, and stand behind all people, especially Black people. So this woman had this trauma response. And this is not to excuse what she did, is just to say that I think that's going on. For a lot of people in the world and in the United States, that even with, and now I'm not speaking about this woman, but in general, even with the best of intentions, we can still be holding these hidden pieces of ourselves that will have a threat response, a trauma response, given an experience with someone of another race in a particular circumstance where that might not be proportionate to what's actually happening. And because this has happened for so long and reiterated itself, repeated itself over and over and over in many ways in this country of the United States and perhaps in other countries, it has become a place where we're on autopilot. We are numb and these protests are waking many people up so in this experiential today i invite you to get curious about what it is that happens in your body and to be honest with yourself to see and feel what you feel and to have the courage to allow whatever comes up to be part of your process in looking at your own racism or if you want to say it in different terms, the ways that your unconscious wounds and belief sets that you may keep down can live out. An important idea here is performative allyship. It's when you um, when you ally with people that want support, want people to stand by them, and you do it for a pat on the back and not in, an, in a whole and embodied way looking deeper. And that's really dangerous because it's a way to avoid looking at the deeper stuff. That we all have. I don't know. Maybe the Dalai Lama doesn't have it. I don't know. But (laughs) I want to venture to say we all have something. And you can listen to my episode about what, what I experienced. And those were just two examples out of many I've looked at in my life. Many places where I have seen myself have different responses in my body towards people who look different than me or who are different. Or people of a different race. And that means something. That does something. When I don't acknowledge it. So it's important to know what's there. And just own it. And be honest with yourself to do so. And to look at how that affects your interactions. It's not a time to put blame on yourself but to be gentle so that you can look it's not a time to shame yourself even though you may feel shame so i'm talking to everyone including myself i'm not just talking to white people how we feel in our bodies when we see a person of another race or of another whatever We perceive them as different. We have a reaction in our bodies. It may be one of welcoming and warmth. So see if that's there for you. It may be, I can't look. It's hard to look. It may be fear. It may be sadness because some memory gets triggered up from your ancestry through your body or your past life, wherever it came from. All of that affects how we interact with each other and the what we ignore, what we look at, who gets seen, who doesn't, what part of you gets seen and doesn't. And so here is an opening to deepen in your own personal responsibility, responsibility. The ability to respond. The ability to look and hold and be with your own reactions and respond. So if you would like to, please jump into this experience with me. And uh, you can have a pillow or some sort of object to support this process I'm going to invite you to move around your space using that pillow or book or some sort of prop, even a piece of paper. And you can write on it. um, And I'll let you know what this object or paper is going to represent in just a moment. If you are not in a space where you can do this physically or you don't have enough privacy, say you're in transit or something, You can imagine this in your mind. I don't recommend doing this while you're driving, though. So please find a comfortable, safe space. When I first began looking at my biases, reactions, perceptions, and beliefs around Black people or about them, I was surprised to notice that I couldn't really look at them. I was afraid of their power, actually. I had both an idealized view that they were like all-powerful, grounded beings who could dance, kind of like drum up their warrior selves and um, dance it out in this way that I wished I could be and that that I might be uh, like screamed at. that was the sense I got, that I might be screamed at by someone who was black, and I wouldn't be able to handle it. Well that the perception was that um, they were erratic or perhaps angry, uncontrollable, and that scared me. The perceptions that I placed upon Black people were more about me than anything else. They were about my childhood wounding, where I could get screamed at, and that was terrifying. And some of that had not been digested, metabolized, or integrated. They were about ancestral trauma, wounding from culture to culture through my ancestry that was intergenerational the history of Black people and and Chinese people against each other. They were also about fear of my own power and fear of others being full in their power. That part of your own power is the freedom to stand up and speak your truth and be that warrior self. And if I could have it, that was scary, what that would be for me. And if others could have it, then my own reactions to that, and what would I do with that? That was scary. So when we leave these perceptions, but not only perceptions, our body's responses are wounding, our untouched wounds stuck in time. It's like cobwebs and bones in your in your closet or in your kitchen, and they are rotting, and they're creating this undertone. And that is the underlying foundation of systemic racism and violence. That is what can bubble up and fuel our interactions with people of different races or different, of difference. And we may not be aware of that. And when I did get more courage in myself to look, And to feel that I really wanted to digest it so that I didn't have that experience and I wasn't putting that on Black people around me. And um, I did. I felt like a whole shift because when I would imagine looking at a Black person or when I was actually in front of a Black person, and I'm not saying all Black people, I'm saying ones that I don't know or certain pe- certain ones that maybe um, they dressed differently than white people or Asian people around me or they had a certain kind of attitude that I wasn't used to. And I, I don't mean a bad attitude. I mean like they're sassy in a certain way. I couldn't look at them. I would like slink away or turn away. And I didn't even notice that response until I did. (laughs) And so the experiential that I want to offer today is one of that kind of practice to get to know, if you haven't already, some of those reactions that you may have And if you already know your reactions, it's a chance to test it out, comb through it and see what's here for you today. So what I'd invite you to do is take a pillow or some sort of object to use as a prop. And with that, have a space that you can move about that's private and quiet if you're doing this on public transit or in a a place you don't have that much space you could try visualizing this in your mind but i would not do this while driving or operating any machinery We're going to invite this object, this prop to represent someone of a race that you are wanting to look at your own reactions with in your own body. It could be a black person. It could be another uh, a black person of another color if you are black. Could be white person, could be Chinese, whoever. just choosing one for now. And you can do this with any other kind of person or a person with difference, like a different ability, size, accent or language, different sexuality. This can be applied to anything. So as you designate this prop to represent this person, this kind of person, and obviously it's like a generalized thing, although different people you know may come to mind, place the object somewhere in your space, just intuitively, wherever it feels right. And allow yourself to stand in this space interacting with this person. Imagine this person. Notice where you stand and how close or far away and allow your body to move around until you find a place where your body goes, where you land, where what happens is just happening and open your curiosity so that you can just allow whatever it is that's here to be here to be discovered, to be revealed, and maybe even to surprise yourself in the safety of your own experience. There's no judgment or shame about whatever you may experience, and you may even experience your own shame or judgment, and that's okay too. Now feel and begin to witness what emotions and sensations you have inside your body as you're aware of this person. Become aware of where your eyes are looking, where they can look, or where they cannot. Can you see this person? And what happens in your body when you do look? And be open to anything. Maybe it's warmth. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's fear or some tension or a a tightening of your shoulder towards your neck and ear. Look for the subtleties and just be curious as you explore inward and downward. And whatever distance you're at, notice if you go closer just a bit or farther just a bit, what begins to happen there inside your own body. And if you allow yourself to recognize or acknowledge that this person has a right to be and to exist, what happens in you? And experiment with saying to them, I see you. And if it's true or not, can you see them? Can you see that they have a family or that they came from somewhere in terms of having an ancestry of people behind them? Can you see that they may have desires or dreams And honor that. What happens in you? Can you see if they have wounds or that they have wounds? Are you open to seeing that? And now just looking at your own experience, your own body even more, notice whatever happens in your body. If there are any thoughts about this person that begin to reveal itself. Any fears? Assumptions? And these assumptions don't have to even be bad, quote-unquote bad. They might just be any assumption that you don't know has an unintended consequence. For example, thinking an Asian person is smart. That's an assumption. And that can have an undesired effect. even if you think it's a good thing to think about someone. (laughs) Just notice what there is here. Again, in your body, all the way down to your toes. And whatever there is here to notice or witness allow yourself a few more moments here to do so and experiment with this dynamic as much or as little as you want moving closer farther standing next to standing behind seeing their ancestry letting them see you noticing any part of you that has dislike or disgust or any other uncomfortable feeling. And let yourself investigate that by just being with it. And you might take longer here or take note of pieces of what you experienced. Thoughts that may have come up. Recognize that not everything's going to come up here. Because this stuff generally happens when you interact with life itself. And there are different ways that circumstances can draw out unknown perceptions or things that were just hidden. Or that you've hidden from yourself. And so this is just an opening. When you're ready, take that prop and release it back to what it what it is, the pillow or the object that it is. And check in with yourself again. Notice how you're feeling in your body, anything that's happening for you. thank yourself for having the time and making the time and space or having the courage to look and feel free to try this again with any other kind of person that is different from you just checking to see what there is to know what there can be revealed to you And if you have someone that's willing to do it with you in person, someone who is different from you, if it's a safe experience that you can set up for the two of you that's agreed upon, that might be really interesting. And know that there are lots of spaces of systemic constellations that hold space for race wounds and race dynamics, the wounds of our ancestry. In this experiential, we just looked at the body's reactions. The body's experience when in the presence of someone who's different from you. In upcoming episodes, I want to look at parts of us that hold certain wounds. Certain perceptions that may open up to our own personal wounding or the winding of our ancestry that we've inherited or have been replaying. And I want to talk about some spiritual perspectives that zoom out farther, that are not um, unrelated to what we're talking about, but from a different vantage point to look at from the level of creation, How have we created this and what it is that we are creating so we can take a a deeper responsibility, a farther back perspective of responsibility and come out of any of our own victimization where we feel like someone else is to blame or to fault or something. Not everyone will be ready for that kind of responsibility or presence. Some people at different times need the acknowledgement of other people because that's where the wound happened. But I want to offer these coming up, so stay tuned if you're interested in that. Feel free to reach out to me and share your own experience with this experiential or pieces of this work that you're interested in my email is embody at candisu.com. feel free to leave a comment if you're seeing this on instagram facebook or youtube thank you so much and please be gentle with yourself support your body if you need it and again thank yourself for practicing this today I'll leave you with just a little music to transition and allow your body to come back into the present moment into whatever else your day holds thanks so much for joining me and see you next time